Welcome to podcast number 111 of Foley Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. I'm excited about today's podcast for a number of reasons. First of all, we're in a series dealing with how to handle life. It's really designed to help us understand how to deal with the issues of life, the challenges, the successes, the failures, the things that we learn to deal with on a day-to-day basis. In my last podcast, we dealt with how to make the right decisions. And so we're going to continue in that particular area with today's podcast entitled How to Find Peace from Poor Decisions. So before we get into it, let's pray and ask for the Holy Spirit's anointing. Father, I thank you for the opportunity I have to bring this message at this time to those who are tuned in today. I pray that you would bless it and anoint it. I submit now to the Holy Spirit, ask for your wisdom, your guidance and direction as I read from your word, as we study your word, and as we talk about how it applies to our life each and every day. Help us, Father, as we learn how to deal with poor decisions of our past. Thank you for a great opportunity, Father and give you praise for what's about to take place. We ask these things now in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me start off by kind of giving you a guideline on what I want to deal with in this podcast. First of all, a lot of people make bad decisions in life. I have. We all have. And those decisions sometimes make an impact on our life for years after we made that decision. So, We struggle many times with getting peace from our past decisions. So I want to talk to you about how to deal with that and what the Word of God says to help us get a better understanding of how to deal with those things that took place in our past that maybe we weren't happy about, maybe we weren't very proud of, but nonetheless they happen and how we can rise above them. So let me just ask you a very straight and direct question. Have you ever made a bad decision? Well, I think everyone have to say Absolutely. I know in my own case, I've made a lot of bad decisions in my life, but I've discovered one thing from bad decisions. I usually grow from them. That is, if I allow myself to grow from them. Now, if I allow myself to be beat up from them and to be robbed of my future, then we basically can say that that bad decision has defeated our life and will continue to cause us problems until we get over it. Sometimes people say we made a bad decision, just get over it. Well, sometimes it's not that easy to get over it, but in reality, that's what we need to do. We need to rise above it and move on. The Word of God has numerous instructions on how to handle our past and the decisions that we've made. Now, we are human and we will make mistakes. Amen to that one. Bible even tells us that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, that there's none righteous, no, not one. And we all know that. We all know that from the time that we're born, we're going to start doing things and making mistakes. Cannot allow those mistakes to rob us of a great future. Now, if we made a poor decision that resulted in sin, we need to ask God to forgive us of that. The Bible says that he is faithful to forgive us. Remember this statement, though. I believe the Lord just gave me this. Past mistakes must not rob us of future success. You see, when we make a mistake, the devil wants to rub it into us. He wants to beat us up with it. He'll keep reminding us of our mistakes of the past. I know the things that I've done wrong and made errors in my life. It seems like I'm being reminded from time to time about the times that I failed or the way I handled something incorrectly or maybe I responded to someone incorrectly. So the devil's going to go around trying to destroy us. We know that. The Word of God tells us that. But we've got to also remember that God is faithful and he's just and he's fair and he's forgiving and he wants to bless us in our future and he forgives us of our past trials and challenges if we take them to him. I like the words the Apostle Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 3 starting at verse number 12. These words I've used many times in my 
counseling of people and just kind of help them get directions from their past. I've used it in my own life to help me get focused and centered on where my future is and where I go from here. And so I'm going to read from Philippians chapter 3 in the New Living Translation starting at verse number 12. Here's what Paul's saying about past issues. I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection. You see, that's the great thing about the Apostle Paul. He realized that he was a man, although he was a great man, an amazing man. He wrote so much of the New Testament, and what an amazing life that he lived. He's a, an example for all of us that we can follow in so many areas, but he's humble enough to understand that he hasn't reached perfection, because he says he won't really reach perfection until he goes to be with Jesus Christ, who is perfection. But then Paul adds these words in verse 12, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. See, what he's saying is, I know that I got to move from my past. I press on. I move forward. I take a step in the right direction, in a positive direction. When he's saying that, he's saying, because when I do that, I'm heading toward the perfection of Jesus Christ. Because every step that we take towards Jesus leads us closer to his perfection. That doesn't mean we're perfect. It means it leads us close to doing things right according to what God's word says and according to the instructions the Lord Jesus Christ has given us in his word. Verse 13, Paul says, No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I have focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I need to park there for just a second. Think about what he just said. He says, but focus. He needs us to focus on this one thing. Now, we need to do that also, forgetting the past. Because if we're able to forget the difficulties of the past, now he doesn't mean forgetting the past, the things we've learned. He's not talking about the good things in the past, good memories or good experiences. He's obviously talking about things that have been a challenge or a difficulty in his life. We all need to learn how to do that. If we could just get that out of this podcast today, you would walk away with something really special. You might even want to write that down somewhere. Forget the past. Just take a three by five card or just a piece of paper or something and write down, today my goal is is to forget the past. We need to stop beating ourselves up and persecuting ourselves and worry about past decisions and allow those things to come into our present and into our future. And then he says, looking forward to what lies ahead. So the key to looking forward to what lies ahead is obviously forgetting the difficulties of our past, rising above them. You know, the Bible tells us that when we sin and we ask for forgiveness, the Word of God tells us that God removes our sins as far as the east is from the west, never to be remembered again. You know, if we were to walk up to God and say, oh God, I'm so sorry for what I did when I was 18 or when I was 52 or whatever age, you did something really silly or foolish, made a big mistake. And then you, after that, you did ask for forgiveness. If you ask God, please forgive me for that today, he would say, what? I don't know what you're talking about. I forgot that. It's over. I don't remember what you're talking about. You see, God has the ability to forget the past and we can rise above that through Christ Jesus and through the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells in us to learn how to rise above our past failures and our past challenges that have caused us great difficulty in our life. Then when Paul says, and look forward to what lies ahead, he says in verse 14, I press on. That means I push forward. I move forward. I work very hard at moving forward to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. He's talking here about winning the race. And of course, for Christians, winning the race means to live a godly life. And that when we pass on, when we go into 
eternity, we're going to be there with Jesus Christ. We're pressing on for eternity with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and to be reunited with those that we love, those that we have known who've passed on, who were in the Lord. That means they were followers of Jesus Christ and we will join them once again in heaven. So, and I'm going to read to you very carefully, very slowly again, the words that Paul said. Now this time, listen to them and apply them to yourself. Think about the things in this particular area, this podcast that you need help with in order to move forward for your future. He says, I don't mean, Paul says in verse 12, I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or or that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Receive that now. Take that into your spirit. Believe it and you will receive healing from past mistakes and be blessed by this teaching from the Apostle Paul. Earlier in this podcast, I told you about God removing our sins as far as the east from the west. Well, that's found in Psalm 103 verse 12 and it says this, He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. You see, it's important we receive that and understand it. Now, some people have a very difficult time when it comes to believing that God has forgiven us. And I think one of the reasons is that some people find it difficult to forgive themselves or accept God's forgiveness. You know, we must not continue to beat ourselves up due to past mistakes. We've got to move on. As Paul said, press on for a great prize. And always remember this, that God forgives us of our bad decisions. Let's move forward now. You know, having a difficult time accepting forgiveness kind of reminds me of the story we find in the book of John in chapter 8, where there was a woman who was caught in adultery. The the people, the crowd, came to Jesus as they were gathering around to, to stone this woman. And it says, Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? They see, the people are trying to trap Jesus, that, that Jesus would then not be able to deny the law of Moses, but that Jesus was going to be there and this would confuse him and he wouldn't know how to answer them. Well, Jesus responds with them. He looks at them and he says, all right then, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. And then the Bible says that they all the accusers heard what he said and they kind of slipped away one by one and beginning with the oldest until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, this time he addresses her because he knows that she had been caught in sin and that she needs to ask for forgiveness. Jesus says, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? She said, no, Lord, she said. And Jesus said to her, neither do I. Go and sin no more. You see, the beauty of forgiveness is that God says, I forgive you. Now go and sin no more. If we've had a problem in our past, something we've been challenged with, then there's a way to get out. There's a way for forgiveness. There's a way to receive God's mercy. And that's what this woman received. But her accusers came after her. Now, you see, we're always going to have accusers. There's always going to be people trying to throw up our past, try to remind us of our failures and the things that we've made mistakes with. But Jesus said, I don't condemn you. He says, not one of them will condemn you. He says, neither will I. And he says, so therefore go. He released her and told her, she's basically, he's saying, you're forgiven. Now let's move on and press forward. And I believe that's the advice that he's giving all of us today to move on and to press forward because God has a great plan for our life and he has a goal for us and being held up in our past and the difficulties of our past will rob us of our future. Now let's address 
a little topic in the dealing with forgiveness of past experiences and sins. What about us forgiving others who made bad decisions towards us, who hurt us? You see, unforgiveness of those who made decisions that hurt us will rob us of God's forgiveness and of our future. You see, we need to learn how to forgive those who've offended us and hurt us in our past. It reminds me of a young couple that used to go to our church years ago. When I was pastoring the church, I would talk on the subject of forgiveness. And anytime I mentioned that in one of my messages, this couple would come to me and generally the head of their home, the man would come to me and he'd say, well, pastor, you know, I have a very difficult time with that and I don't agree with the subject of you always have to forgive. He said, because you don't know what my father did to me and you don't know what her father did to her and you don't know how abusive they were. And he'd go on and on and on about how bad and how terrible his parents were and that he could never forgive them. He would never forget the treatment that he had. And so I would generally just look at him and say, well, just think of this. Did Jesus accept you just as you are, just as you were, just as your wife was when you came to him and asked for forgiveness from your past sins? He said, regardless of what you've done, you were forgiven. So therefore, we need to forgive those who have offended us and hurt us. Now, a lot of people struggle with that. And usually every single time that I would have that discussion with him, at the end, he'd look at me and he'd say, well, I appreciate what you're saying, and I know what you're saying is probably true, but I will never forgive him. I'll take that to my deathbed. Isn't that sad to think that for his entire life, he was not willing to forgive, yet he was thankful that God had forgiven him for his sins. Now, the Bible does tell us that if we won't forgive people for the sins they've committed us, then the Father won't be able to forgive us. So that's a very touchy subject, but one that's very clear cut in the Word of God. So in order for us to have a future and a hope, we need to forgive those who've hurt us in the past. We need to move forward and live by the words of what Paul said. One thing that he's learned to forget the past. Now, Paul had a pretty rough past. His past consisted of he was a in opposition to the Christian movement. He was opposed to Jesus. He didn't like Christians. He wanted them to be killed. But then God forgave him and accepted him. And so then Paul then received his forgiveness and he moved on. And then people came after him and tried to kill him. And they put him in prison. They beat him up. They starved, tried to starve him to death. They tried to beat him to death. And through all that stuff, Paul learned one thing, to forget the past and to press on towards the call of God in his life. And I want to challenge you right now. If you've got unforgiveness in your past towards other people, why don't you admit that today and express your forgiveness to them. Somehow drop them a note or a card or something or call them or text them, however it might be. But we need to forgive those who've hurt us and offended us in our past in order to receive the blessings of God. This might be a good time to read the words in a very famous prayer called the Lord's Prayer. Let me just read it to you and receive it now, especially if you've got some unforgiveness in your heart towards others. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. That prayer kind of says it all. And I hope that you'll receive that now and step up and receive the promises of God. Now, when I talk about our past and I talk about the sins of our past, sometimes they're not sins, they're just mistakes. 
You know, our past mistakes are just that. They're mistakes. They're things where maybe we said something that wasn't sinful, but we just basically were not very tactful in the way we said something. And they are not necessarily sin. So it's important to understand that not every little thing on our past is some kind of sin that you've got to repent of. Our Lord knows the difference between what's sin and what's not, and so do we. So we need to forget the past and move forward. I think this would be a good time to read some scriptures that give us some instructions on how to deal with these issues of past sins and forgiveness and moving forward in our life. In Romans chapter 3 and verse 10, it says this, As the scriptures say, no one is righteous, no, not even one. What the Bible's telling us is that we've all got something in our past that's sin, and therefore God understands that and recognizes that. Then if we look in Romans chapter 3 and verse 23, it says in the New Living Translation, For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. You see, that's common with all of us. We've all got something in our past that caused us to fall short of God's standard of living righteously in our life. Then we move on into Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. It says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Isn't that amazing to think that because we've had a past, that we've had sin in our past, and those things are things that we're not proud of, we're not happy about, but that God has forgiven us of those sins when we repent and ask him for forgiveness. And it says, the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. So he's already provided a way for us to be set free from the sins in our past, and we can rise above whatever has happened. Let's move to Romans chapter 5 and verse 8. It says right here in the New Living Translation, but God showed his his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were yet sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. We've been saved. We've been delivered. We are the children of God now. We can find peace from poor decisions in our past. We must never forget the words found in Romans chapter 9, starting at verse number 9, where it says in the New Living Translation, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, and it is by confessing with your mouth that you are saved. As the scripture tells us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who can call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Wow. Think about that for a second. Everyone, everyone, anyone who has had problems in their past, sins in their past, challenges in their past, unforgiveness in their past, can call upon the name of Jesus and receive salvation. That's a gift of eternal life by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know, I just took you through something. It's an old, something an old, it's an old teaching called the Romans Road, and it's found in the book of Romans. So if you want to go back and write those scriptures down, I'll give them to you very quickly if you have a chance to write them. It's found in Romans 3.10 and Romans 3.23 and Romans 6.23, Romans 5.8 and Romans 10.13. The Romans road is really a guide for people who have not received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and they want to make that profession of their faith. You can use that to direct people to receive Jesus Christ, but you can also use it for yourself and refresh yourself with those scriptures to help you understand how to deal and find peace from poor decisions that we've made in our past. Now, some people out there might be thinking, well, you know, pastor, I struggle with sin in my life. There's things that I'm dealing with that seem to come back and haunt me, and sometimes I fall into making 
mistakes and then I rise above it and I don't understand why that's happening in my life. Well, let me give you some scriptures in the Word of God. I think that'll help you to deal with that. Yeah, sin is sin and we need to ask for forgiveness of those sins. But look at the Apostle Paul. Here he is, an amazing man of God, one of the greatest men in the New Testament, wrote about two-thirds of the entire New Testament. And here he's writing in the book of Romans chapter 7 and it's in verse number 14 in the New Living Translation. I'm going to read a number of verses here because it's important to get them all to understand what I'm trying to say. So here's Paul speaking. He says, so the trouble is not with the law. He's the problems he's having, he says, for it's spiritual and good. The trouble, he says, is with me, for I am all too human. He says, a slave to sin. Now think about that. The apostle Paul calls himself a slave to sin. In verse 15, he says, I don't really understand myself for for what I want to do, what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I know that what I'm doing is wrong, this shows that I agree that the law is good. So I am not the one doing wrong. It is sin living me that does all of that. He says, basically, he goes on to say that nothing good lives in me, he says, that is in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. But if I do what I don't want to do, I am not really the one doing it wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. You see, he's what he's saying is that he's not a bad person, but the sin that goes into his life that causes him to do things that he doesn't want to do is really what's wrong. He says, I have discovered this principle of life, that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart, but there is another power. He's talking now about the transition of the power of Jesus Christ and his mercy and his forgiveness. He says, within me, that is all warring in my mind. This power makes me a slave to sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Listen to that. You're thinking, my goodness, who is this guy? Now, this is the Apostle Paul. Like I say, one of the greatest men ever to walk the face of the earth. An amazing man of God who was in deep sin and was killing Christians and seeking out Christian leadership. And he had a a horrible time with Christians and he was saved and he changed and then he went after saving the Gentiles, those people who were the non-Jews, the Gentiles who his ministry was to reach out to them. It says, thank God, the answer is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. You see, he's basically saying, I have a problem, but he also gives the answer and says he can go to Jesus Christ. In verse chapter 8, in verse 1, he says, so now there is no condemnation, you see, because he's a Christian, for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. You see, First, he tells that in his nature, he struggles and he is challenged with stuff in his own life, but he knows his source for forgiveness. Paul knows that all he has to do is ask for forgiveness and Jesus Christ will come and forgive him. Paul realizes that his life and his hope is in Jesus Christ, not in his past, not in the sins of his past, but he's a man who understands the relationship that he has with God and how he can receive forgiveness for the difficulties in his life and the sins in his life. If those scriptures don't help you in dealing with that. I don't know of any others that will. Because I can tell you that Paul is the epitome of a man who is working hard for God. It's amazing to think that as Paul grew in his ministry, as he improved in his work and went on to basically bless 
tens of thousands of people as he traveled. He constantly setting up churches and ministering to people and helping the Timothys of the world and, and speaking into the other apostles. He was an amazing man of God. But Paul knew his weakness, and he knew that his weakness could, could be overcome by his faith in Jesus Christ. And so he was struggling with getting peace in his life. But on the other hand, he knew the source for peace. He knew that Jesus Christ was his peace. And so let me just encourage you that if you're struggling with past sins in your life, if you're struggling with something you don't feel that you've received victory over, victory is in Christ Jesus. It's not in you. Don't beat yourself up because you're challenged. Turn those things over to God. Release yourself from that. Receive the fullness of God and receive the peace of God that passes all understanding and it'll guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. It's so important for us to understand that that even though we are Christians, that doesn't mean that we're perfect. It doesn't mean that we'll never sin again. No, we will have our ups and downs. We'll have our challenges, but we know in who we serve and we know in whom we believe and we know that he is able to deliver us and to save us and to help us and to guide us through all the challenges that we face in our life. So as we talk about this subject and I kind of wrap up this particular podcast entitled How to Find Peace from Poor Decisions. Don't beat yourself up from the past. Take victory over the past through the blood of Jesus. Take victory over your mistakes in the past through the blood of Jesus and receive forgiveness for your sins and move forward and claim the promises of God. God's promises are yea and amen. That means they're positive. God believes in you. He loves you. He's got a plan for your life. He's got hope for your life. You have purpose that God has placed in your life. No matter what you've gone through or what you're going through right now or what your past has been, God has a great plan for your life. He created you for a purpose. And just because we fall into sin or we have a challenge or a problem, that doesn't mean that our purpose in our life has changed. That purpose that God has placed in your life is still the same today and tomorrow and in your future. God has a plan for your life, and I know he wants to fulfill that plan. So let me pray for you right now, and let's believe that from this teaching we can receive the forgiveness that we need, and we can receive the peace that we need so we can move forward in our walk with God. Father, once again, I thank you for this lesson. I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you most of all for your word. Lord, your word is filled with instructions, guidance, and direction on how we can find peace from bad decisions we've made in our past. Help us, Lord, to improve, Father, our relationship with you, because as we improve our relationship with you, we'll improve the decisions that we make. I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity once again to speak into the lives of those who are listening. I pray you would bless them, that you would keep them, Father, that you would help them in all things. And I'll give you praise for it in advance for us these things now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Before I close this out, let me just remind you in today's podcast that it's important we understand that we are human and we make mistakes, but and that we've all fallen short of the glory of God. But God is there to bless us and his mercy endures forever and his grace is sufficient for all of us. Also, to be sure we all understand that God forgives us of all of our bad decisions and don't find it difficult to receive that forgiveness because that forgiveness is offered to everyone who seeks it and receives Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and claim the promises of God we find in his word. I want you to remember that past mistakes must not rob us of future success. God's got a great plan for you, great successes in your life. So don't allow 
the past to rob you of your future. And don't forget the words of Paul where he says he presses on for the upward prize, that he's struggled with past decisions, but he knows where his source of forgiveness and strength comes from. And that's the same for each and every one of us today. So I hope that this has been a blessing to you. I hope that it has been something that'll help you deal with the past issues and move forward to have a great and overcoming life as you serve the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, if you're interested in more of these teachings that I have on the areas of how to live life, a quality Christian life, and how to live life to its fullest, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you get there and pull up that webpage, you'll see a reference to a number of books I've written. Some have to deal with finances. One is entitled Experience the Joy of Debt-Free Living. There's another book entitled Generosity, What's in it for me. Another book on faith, dealing with calling forth those things that are not as though that they are. So I believe those will be books that will bless you and help you. And if you're interested in subscribing to subscribing in my podcast, you can go to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. So once again, I hope that this has been a blessing to you. And I want you to know that I'm looking forward now to our next podcast that's entitled how to receive wisdom in our decisions. You know, every one of us can look back and think of mistakes that we've made because of a lack of understanding or a lack of wisdom. So I'm going to show you where the Word of God tells us how to receive wisdom, how to seek it, how to find it, and then how to use it and how to operate with that wisdom. So you might want to call your neighbors and let them know about this next podcast coming up dealing with the issue of wisdom and decision making. So with that, let me just say a word of closing for you right now. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. I just want to thank you for listening in this week and I hope that as you tune in to the weeks to come, we're going to be dealing with topics I believe that'll be a blessing to you. We'll be talking about hard work and prosperity. We're going to talk about the need for rest in our life. We're going to talk about the issues of planning and how to plan ahead and how to have good ethics and good wisdom and avoid greed, any form of it when it comes to our area of finances. We're going to talk about financial success and how to prosper. I believe in prosperity, but I believe first in spiritual prosperity will lead to financial prosperity. So if you'll listen in, I think you'll receive some instructions that'll be helpful to you. So thank you once again for being a part of the Quality Christian Podcast. So until next time, may God richly bless you.